Good evening and welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. It's Saturday night. Everyone's got a lot to do. I recently talked about documentary. I talked about Holland Wolf because I love the blues. Because at the end of the day, that's where all popular music comes from, is the blues. And then I recently talked about Omar Sharif. In fact, my Blu-ray of Dr. Zhivago came in today. That's such a beautiful film. I, I don't think I'll tear up now talking about it. I think that happened because my grandmother really thought a lot of that film. Just as my mother and her generation think a lot about the, the English patient. And I don't particularly like The English Patient. I think I watched it once and whatever. But hey, it, it, it's your soap opera. It's whatever people want to put into it. And that's the beautiful thing about art and music and film. And I'm working up, you know, eventually I'm going to have some more guests on the show toward the end of the year. It's been a wild year. I got the booster I'm still kind of feeling it. I'm having to hydrate. But I do my part. That's my part for society. Just as film is, is, it is true. In the beginning of the era, films helped people, helped people realize that they didn't eat that night. Think of someone like Shirley Temple, who was America's sweetheart. And then you think of all the films during the war period. You think of the Humphrey Bogart films. You think of the Rosie the Riveter films. The femme fatales. And that's what film is about. Sometimes I don't want to talk about one film in particular. It's like, okay, we just talk about what film means to us. I'm not going to say, oh, this movie sucked. There are certain movies, though, that I just... It's like nails on a chalkboard. That I just can't watch it. There are a few of them. (sighs) That's, That's the interesting thing. We live in this universe... Where we have access now. I mean, Kenneth Branagh has a film out called Belfast. I am making it my mission to see that film. But at the same time, I'm going to say something that's a little controversial. Okay? Are we really seeing it because it's a safe film? Or is it not a safe film? Okay? Are we really seeing it? Because, or at the same time, we recognize the conflict in that era of Ireland, Protestant and Catholics. There, there's, always, there's always a different reason to why, why we see things, why we watch things. And that's so important and so special of that moment. So yeah, uh... <laughs> I'm flying blind here. Because usually I would play clips. But, I mean, I think I have to plug the tablet in before I can do that. So, talk amongst yourselves. (laughs) And also, I love talking about music. I love music. Concerts are slowly coming back. And I've seen my share of concerts. And And I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful that I'm able to go see bands like Metallica, Mastodon, Social Distortion. I've always wanted to see Social Social Distortion. Um, 
Cypress Hill, St. Vincent. I, I absolutely love St. Vincent. I love Annie Clark. She is such a phenomenal guitar player. And that's the other thing is, we don't recognize, when I'm talking about society, female guitar players as much as we should. She is along the lines of Van Halen. She is along the lines of Hendrix. She is along the lines of Jimmy Page. She is, and at the same time, she is her own person. And she taps into this wonderful energy that is phenomenal. That's why I love her. And it it didn't hurt that it didn't cost too much to go see her in concert. Because sometimes it's an arm and a leg just just to go to a concert. I I like Madonna, but I'm not going to see her in concert. For nosebleed, it's a lot. And then to see her up close, it's thousands of dollars. You know? I think the most I've ever spent on concert tickets were Tool. That's the most I've ever. And here at the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast, you know... This is the era of streaming. You can stream, but it's going to cost you. Rather than go to the theater, I've seen probably two, uh, no, not two, three films so far this year in the theater. Because it's coming back. Those first two times I wore the mask, the second time I didn't, or the third time, because I, I saw Let There Be Carnage, because I love. I love Venom. I love that character. And, you know, and last night I also talked about Auntie Mame, how much I love Rosalind Russell. I also have a copy of His Girl Friday. I wish that I could just make this more interactive. And then I could go and say to you know, my friends, okay, let's watch this all together. That's what I wish. I wish we could eventually all do that. But then due to copyright, you can't do that. So I can't go on Facebook or Instagram Live or Twitch or TikTok and say, okay, let's watch this movie together because they're going to pull it down. They're going to pull it down. So, but when I, when I make these these podcasts, I like the audience to recognize that these films can help you escape. They can also help you feel. So that's that's the beauty of life. Is that we can take these, you know, uh, the well, can you say it first, Carrie? Of course. At a moment's notice, I'm always there. It's like Diana Ross. Just call me my name and I'll be there in a hurry um take your hurt and make it art thank you Carrie Fisher and so that's that's really what we're talking about here take your hurt and make it art and there's a lot of people who are hurting right now and I'm oh and it's cold. It's cold. So here, I'll play this. I was doing some research on Cary Grant. And Cary Grant had such a phenomenal career. And here we go. If 
we can go over here. This is Howard Hawks. Brilliant director, interesting past. He's going to talk about the dialogue in His Girl Friday, which is so fast. Do you know when you got the idea to have all that overlapping dialogue that you did earlier? In His Girl Friday, the dialogue was particularly adaptable to that. And I noticed that people talked and talked over one another, and especially people who talk fast and who are in a quick argument or quick description. So we wrote the dialogue in a way that left the end of the sentence so you didn't need it in the beginning of a sentence, and we just kept them overlapping. And any new actor that came in took him a couple of days to get oriented and going. Everybody put up with that, and then it worked beautifully from that time on. It's a very natural way. Oh, yeah. I start to talk before you finish. You start to talk before I finish. And oddly enough, it becomes rather dramatic. Naturally, we use that because that's the way we all talk. If we were holding a discussion, you'd talk and I'd butt in on you and you'd butt in on me and, and uh, we'd hear everything that the other said. But our little trick of adding a few words in front and adding it at the end of a line makes it come out as clear as can be. And it, to me, it sounds more like reality. And that's Howard Hawks for Criterion talking about the dialogue in His Girl Friday. Rosalind Russell was such a pro, and so was Cary Grant, and both comedians. Because without Ros Russell, you don't have Cary Grant. I'm also getting as far away from the newspaper business as I can get. What? <laughs> I'm through. You can mad all you want to, Hilly, but you can't quit the newspaper business. Well, why not? I know you, Hilly. I know what quitting would mean to you. Well, what would it mean? It would kill you. <laughs> you can't sell me that, Walter Byrne. Who says I can't? You're a newspaper man. That's why I'm quitting. I want to go someplace where I can be a woman. You mean be a traitor? A traitor? A traitor to what? A traitor to journalism. You're a journalist, Hilly. A journalist? Now, what does that mean? Peeking through keyholes, chasing after fire engines, waking people up in the middle of the night to ask them if Hitler's going to start another war, stealing pictures off old ladies. I know all about reporters, Walter. A lot of dampy Budinskis running around without a nickel in their pockets, and for what? So a million hired girls, motorman's wives will know what's going on? Why, I... God, what's the use? Walter, you, you wouldn't know what it means to... Well, want to be respectable and live a halfway normal life. Point is, I... I'm through. Where'd you meet this man? Bermuda. Rich, huh? Well, he's not what you call rich. Makes about 5000 a year. What's his line? He's in the insurance business. Insurance business? Uh-huh. Well, that's a good honest business, isn't it? Oh, certainly is honest. It's also adventurous. It's romantic. Listen, Hildy, I can't picture you being surrounded by policies, policies, the right of policies. I can, I can, and I like it, what's more. Besides, he forgets the office when he's with me. Oh. He doesn't treat me like an errand boy either, Walter. Treats me like a woman. 
It does, does it? Mm-hmm. How did I treat you? Like a water buffalo? I don't know from water buffaloes, but I do know about him. He's kind and he's sweet and he's considerate. Mm-hmm. He wants a home and children. Sounds more like a guy I ought to marry. What's his name? Uh, Baldwin. Bruce Baldwin. Baldwin, Baldwin, Baldwin. Oh, I knew a Baldwin once. A horse thief in Mississippi. Couldn't be the same fellow, could it? No. <laughs> You're now talking about the man I'm marrying tomorrow. Tomorrow? As soon as that? Well, at last I got out when I came up here to tell you. I guess there's any more to the story. So long, Walter. So long, Hildy. And better luck to you next time. Thanks. Oh, Hildy. Huh? Uh, well, you kind of took the wind out of my sail. Look, honey, I just want to wish you everything I couldn't give you. Thank you, Walter. This other fellow, I... Well, I'm sorry I didn't get a chance to see him. I'm more or less particular about whom my wife marries. Where is he? Oh, he's right on the job, waiting for me out there. Uh, do you mind if I meet him? Oh, no, Walter. It wouldn't do any good, really. Oh, no, you're not afraid, are you? Afraid? Of course not. Well, then, come on. Let's see this paragon. Is he as good as you say? Oh, he's better. Then what does he want with you? Oh, now you got me. And that is Cary Grant and Rosalind Russell in His Girl Friday. Watch it. Enjoy it. 81 years of hilarity. And the late Howard Hawks. I mean, everyone's gone now, but they forever remain on film. Unpleasant dreams. <laughs> 